All right. And thank you for listening. This is episode four of the Disney Park Princess podcast. We're glad to be back with you this week after a little bit of hiatus so that Charlotte and I could uh, step away and do a little bit of training on the Disney Cruise Line. Um, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Hey, Heather. Hey, Charlotte. Hello. Welcome back, ladies. Hey, thanks. Thanks. We had the best time. And we'll be getting into that. We're going to talk about our cruise next week. But this week, it is the first week of October. And we all know what that means, right? It's time for Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. All right. Sorry. My favorite time of year. I know. Charlotte and I got to see a little bit of that last week. Um, And we'll talk about, we'll, we'll get into that all later. But anyway, so Heather, did you miss us? I missed you so much. I had nobody to talk to all week. It was awful. (laughs) But I was loving all of your posts on social media, and I was wishing I was there. Uh, you that to be fair, you got a fair number of texts from both of us. So <laughs> I, every time that you were in port, there my phone all of a sudden started yeah. blowing up, and I'm like, I guess the ship has docked. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you too. We definitely wish you could have been with us. So next time, and all of a sudden, we realized that we had never the three of us had never actually cruised together on Disney Cruise Line. We've cruised together on other cruise lines, but we've not cruised together on Disney Cruise Line. So that has to change. We need to fix that immediately. Got to change. I, I'm ready. I, I, my bags are still packed. I haven't, I'm <laughs> careful about unpacking. So let's go. Let's just go. Let's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk a little bit about what happened while we were gone. Um, Heather, why don't you talk a little bit about what happened in Walt Disney World tickets? Well, um, if you haven't heard, Disney World has decided they are going to now move to a date-based ticket pricing. And so this kind of builds on what they did a few years back where there were seasonal days for single park tickets. But now your tickets are can only be used within a certain time period. So you actually have to designate the day that you're going to go to your first park and then Based on the number of days of your tickets, you have X amount of days to use those tickets in. Um, and this is something that Universal actually does. So if you've gone over to Universal Orlando, you're familiar with this. But this is the first time Disney is entering into this. And so it's been met with mixed reviews and it's a little confusing. Um, but, you know, I think it's actually going to be a good thing. Yeah, I think, and so uh, this begins on October sixteenth, right? So if you purchase your yes. tickets now, between now and October fifteenth, you you get the current tickets, which are not date specific, which expire fourteen days from first use. But starting on October sixteenth, if you purchase tickets, it is the date specific pricing. So what do you think? Should people wait to buy, or should they everybody be scrambling to buy tickets now? I mean, I would go ahead and buy them now if you know that you're going to the parks. Why wait? Um, this way you're just it's more flexible right Mm -hmm. you're not locked into a set number of days and you can vacation the way that you've always done and then that gives you more time to kind of acclimate and get your head wrapped around the idea that you only now are going to have certain days to use your tickets in the future yeah it'll be really interesting to see sort of how this changes things yeah and keep in mind though that if you are going to buy your tickets now um they do expire 14 days from the day you first use them and that means that don't buy a 10 day ticket and only go for five days because you're going to lose those five days if you do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So only get what, only get what you need. Buy what um, you need. And I'm, I kind of have mixed feelings about 
you know, should you buy them now or should you wait? Because if you don't have to spend any money now, <laughs> why would you do that? But on the other hand, you could save a few dollars. So yeah, if you've got, if you've got a, a trip planned, if you know for sure you're going in the next year or so, I would probably go ahead and, and get tickets or even better book a whole package and get everything locked in mm -hmm. so that you can have, take advantage of everything. Um, another thing with buying tickets now is what if there is some sort of special out um, that requires tickets to be attached, such as the ever popular free dining. Um, if that should be released, you have to have theme park tickets with that offer. Yes. So you don't want to lose out yeah. either. So lots of things to consider. And the fact is, the savings that you could be getting now by purchasing between now and October, you know, we're probably not talking a very big, you know, we're probably talking a few dollars here, a few dollars there versus the potential of if you are planning on booking a package in the future, potentially significant savings with an offer such as a free dining or other types of discounts that have required ticket purchases in the past. So you just kind of got to weigh it and it's going to be different for everybody, right? Some people always book a package. Some people only book room only. Um, so got to weigh out your options, right? Okay. Yeah. There's never, there's never a good answer when it comes to should you buy now or later. <laughs> there is no one right answer, right? Uh, all right, right. So moving on to some of the news that I, I, it's been a very emotional week for me over here because um, so everybody who knows who used to listen to my old podcast knows that I am a huge fan of Rafiki's Planet Watch. I love the little cotton top tamarins over there. I love the goats. I love the petting zoo. I love the vet area. It's just, I loved it. And then they announced that Rafiki's Planet Watch was closing and I was so upset until they changed their minds <laughs> and announced that actually Rafiki's Planet Watch is going to be reopening in the spring of 2019. So it will be closed for an extended refurbishment and updates and changes. And we don't know exactly what all is happening over there, but then they announced that it's going to be reopening. So yay. Yay. I was devastated. And if they weren't going to reopen it, I think I may have fallen into a slight state of depression over this because <laughs> I loved going yes. to the vet areas and you never know what yes. you're going to see. Like one day I saw them operating on a tiger. That is insane. Where else can you see that? It's just I the was coolest so place. sad when I heard this. I can't even tell you. Like I was just like, no, not the goats. Like what is it? What is it that Disney has against <laughs> the goats recently? Because like, for, you know, like they got rid of the goats at Disneyland, you know, and then now Disney World, they went, no, mm -mm. So I'm I'm glad that the goats have been saved, at least as far as we as far as we can tell. Hopefully. We'll see come spring twenty nineteen. But hope so. I know. Yeah. All right. So Sharla, tell us a little bit about Disney Cruise Line in twenty twenty. Okay. So Disney Cruise Line announced I was at the <laughs> airport on the way home we both from, were. <laughs> uh, from our cruise and we and I had to watch the little webinar and all my it was funny. But um they announced that they are um, going back to Hawaii, and so we're excited about that. Um, one reason that I think they have stopped going to Hawaii is it's uh, you because of the laws they have to stop in a foreign port, so that made Hawaii cruises a little bit more difficult with navigating um, somewhere else. Usually, they'll go to a port in Mexico before they move on to Hawaii, and then. Not only are they going to Hawaii, they are going to be doing several cruises out of New Orleans. So that's been their um, biggest hoopla that they've been doing um, about this is going out of New Orleans. They're having six or seven cruises out of their next uh, Nope, not next winter, winter 2020. Spring. And it, yep. 
2020. Right. And it's going to be the uh, first time they've been to New Orleans. And I think that's that's exciting because New Orleans definitely needs mm-hmm. another option for cruising. And I, um, we have a lot of people yeah. so far. So that Mickey's are really going to Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Mickey likes <laughs> but to they party had a, too. They had a whole thing on their webinar about the um, or about their announcement with um, they were filming it at Port Orleans French Quarter. And as soon as they showed French Quarter, I went, "Oh my goodness, they're going to New Orleans!" And then they had Tiana there and Louis the. Um, the gator and they had all sorts of really fun stuff. So I'm betting they're going to have a, a theme. This is just my speculation. They're going to have a whole theme to Mardi Gras like they do with Halloween or Christmas or something. Oh, I hope so. That would be cute. You're a lot smarter than I am because when I was watching it and they revealed the backdrop, my my thought process was, that's Port Orleans French Quarter. They're cruising to Disney World? That's dumb. <laughs> oh, New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to be fair, I'm really on the early. West yeah, Coast, very so early really you. early in the morning for me, but you know, whatever. Well, I was really excited to hear this. I was surprised, actually. I, I have to admit, like, you know, when we'd heard about sort of New Orleans the night before, I was thinking like, you know, they wouldn't go over Mardi Gras, would they? Because Mardi Gras is, you know, such a um, adult, yes, thank you, that's the word I was looking for, an adult event. But mm-hmm. in fact, they will be sailing out of New Orleans over Mardi Gras. Um, so could be really exciting. Here's why I wonder. I have two thoughts on that. First, I know that there are a lot of families that live in New Orleans that always go to Walt Disney World for Mardi Gras. So maybe they're trying to attract some of those families. Hey, you don't have to fly to Florida. You don't have to drive to Florida. Come on our cruise ship. And then also, I know there are a lot of family-friendly Mardi Gras activities. And the adult stuff really kind of starts up more in the afternoon and evening. So Mm -hmm. the cruise ship will be Mm -hmm. out of port by then. So maybe that's why. Good good points. And also, I know that so many people leave New Orleans, <laughs> you know, like if you're a New Orleans local, a lot of people just leave <laughs> during Mardi Gras. So this might be, you know, a great alternative. Like don't want to, you know, don't want to be in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Come on a Disney cruise. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking this is going to be really a great opportunity for excursions. Um, because if you go to the Caribbean, it's kind of the same thing over and over again. I mean, you can look for different things for sure to do. And I've cruised to the Caribbean a bunch and I'll keep going because I love it. <laughs> but New Orleans is going to be a unique opportunity um, to go day mm-hmm. cruises up and down the Mississippi, um, different uh, mm-hmm. of th- those old cemeteries that are so huge. And um, a lot of jazz music, I think, will be will be going on. And a lot of really family-friendly stuff during the day is going to yeah. be it's going to be fantastic. So super exciting. And so we can book the Disney, you know, you can book Disney Cruise Line early 2020. Everybody can book starting this Thursday, which is October 4th, I think, right? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's right. And book early because yes. the prices are only going to go <laughs> up. Pro All right. Tip. So yes. let's get into Halloween. I am super excited. I love fall. I live in New England. And it is my, it is the reason I live here because the other 75% of the year, I'm like, why do I live here? It is horrible. And then it becomes October (laughs) and the leaves start turning and the air gets crisp and there's festivals and apple picking and pumpkin patches. And it is the best time of the year. So let's talk about Halloween at 
different Disney destinations, shall we? All yes. right. Yes. So first yes. up, of course, we have to start with Walt Disney World because, wow, Halloween has become a big deal down there. Yeah. And it starts, we talked about this in our first episode, I think, but it yeah. starts like yeah. I think it starts August even 30th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really early. Um, but for me, the fall at Walt Disney World, I, I, the dec- decorations are even mm. better than the Christmas decorations, I think. Um, the Mickey pumpkins, the um, in the uh, the flagpole area on Main Street, USA, all of the um, little turn of the century baseball uniforms and the women's uniforms, and they're all with a pumpkin head, and they're so fun and whimsical, um, yet really fit in with the yeah. Disney theming. So let's I talk just about so all right. Much. Let's go sort of like general Halloween, but also let's talk a little bit about the what I what I think is really the highlight event down there. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. All right, so party starts. Yeah. It's select nights, right? Um, so it's held typically between three and four times per week. It is held after the park closes. So typically the Magic Kingdom closes at 6 p.m. officially, and party officially starts at 7 p.m. and goes until midnight. But pro tip, ladies, what time does your Halloween party ticket actually get you into the park? Four o'clock. Four That's o'clock. right. So get there early and eat dinner before the party starts because you don't want to waste party time eating. Eating dinner. Well, waste party oh, time You'll eating be eating dinner. other things. You want to no, eat candy. You're eating candy. I mean, nonstop. <laughs> oh, and then the candy corn ice cream. Oh, it's my favorite. All right. So the last time that we were at the Halloween party together was just a few years ago, right? Yeah. Yes. And we, we had the best group costume, by the way. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So- Talk about the party. Let's talk about ticket prices, first of all, because I feel like this is a big barrier for some people. You know, ticket prices for the Halloween party start at, I'm getting confused between Christmas and Halloween. Christmas is even higher. Halloween party tickets start around like $75, $80 per person, right? And then they're more expensive on certain dates as well, um, especially Halloween night. Like a Friday or a Saturday night. Yeah. And and Halloween sells out. Have to buy your it's in advance. So it's very pricey, but people are paying prices and parties are selling out. Yes. Especially um, the closer you get to Halloween, they start at $85 per person. I just looked it up um, for adults. Uh, yes. The closer you get to Halloween and also um, Friday and Saturday night parties. Those are, you know, actual Halloween, close to Halloween and weekend parties. Those are always the first to sell out. So you definitely want to buy your tickets in advance. And they do have some um, discounts for annual pass holders as well on those. Um, so... What do you get for your ticket? So what does $85 buy you? (laughs) Well, the park is closed to the general public. So only guests who have purchased these tickets can enter. So the capacity is a lot lower, which means if you wanted to ride rides during the party, Mm -hmm. there's not that long of a wait. You can usually walk on to most rides. So that's a huge draw. Um, And then... I think some of my favorite things are the photo ops, right? So they'll have Cinderella's carriage out that you can take pictures in or Snow White and all seven dwarfs are there to take pictures with. So you get to do or see a lot of characters that aren't normally Mm -hmm. out during the day. Yeah. And the best part is the characters are wearing their Halloween costumes. That's fantastic. Um, I guess my favorite part of the entire party, I guess we should say that there is obviously exclusive entertainment that only happens at the party 
Um, and my mm-hmm. favorite is the Booty You Parade. I mean, I don't know about you ladies, but I think that is the best parade Disney does anywhere in the world at any time. It is Hands phenomenal. Down. I love it so much. I will pay that ticket price just to see the parade. Mm-hmm. Um, and also exclusive fireworks. Happy Hollow Wishes is the fireworks. And again, so boo to you, Happy Hollow Wishes, and some of the stage shows like the Hocus Pocus Villains Beltacular. Hello. Hocus I still Pocus. haven't seen that. Oh, it's awful. Every time I go, it's brained out. <laughs> oh. um, but all of these things are exclusive to the party. So the only way that you can see these things is by attending Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. These are not the same parade and fireworks that you're going to see on a regular non-party day. So that's really important to know. Um, because a lot of people will think, oh, well, I can just see wishes the next night. No, 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 no. Not the same wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love, and this is just, everybody knows the Dapper Dans, right? The Dapper Dans are a barbershop quartet that performs in the Magic Kingdom sort of periodically throughout the day. They're so but fun. at the Halloween party, they become the Cadaver Dans. <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're so, so cute. They're undead. <laughs> They're zombies, and it's, oh, it's just hilarious. They're so good. All right. So that's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Oh wait, wait, hold on. We should mention too that you there are trick or treat stations all over the park, oh, so yes. you get to go trick or treating too. And they usually have really good candy. It's not the cheap candy; it's good stuff. Yeah. Also, we should mention. I forgot to mention. Um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is one of the only yes. times that adults are allowed to dress in costumes in the parks. Actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of fun too in and of itself is just seeing how creative other guests get and what they what they were able to create for their costumes. I mean, people really go for it. Oh, yes, they do. Like they like there are crafters out there and they get into it. It's fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. So for our last last time we were all there together, Heather, of course, was Alice in Wonderland. If anyone's ever seen <laughs> Heather, that Obviously. one's a natural. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> I was the white rabbit and Charlotte, I think you were half of Tweedledum and Tweedledee, right? Yes. But we had a larger group with us. So I think we had just about everybody. We had a, we had a Mad Hatter. We had a Cheshire Cat. Um, we had Alice, Tweedledum, Tweedledee. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we had everyone but the Queen of Hearts. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Next time. <laughs> yes. Next time we get all of them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, okay. A- a- another question that I get asked a lot is, is it okay for kids? Yes, it's not so scary. That's right. Not so scary. Now, it it, it can be, it, it's spooky is how I would describe it. So there are certain spooky things. And if you have a kid who's really sort of sensitive, um, you know, just something to sort of be aware of. It also, the party goes pretty late. It starts at seven, you know, official party activities start at 7 p.m. and go until midnight. Um, if your kid's only going to make it until like eight o'clock and then crash. Maybe not worth it. Yeah. May or, may or may not be worth it. But if you think that, you know, you can get your kid to bed at, you know, a somewhat regular time, you know, most nights and just have one special night where they stay up late, then I would say go for it because it's a really, really fun event. And if that's the case, you make sure that day of the party, schedule that to be your pool day where you just do nothing but lounge around, maybe take a nap this way. They are well rested and ready to go that evening. Don't run around the parks all day and then expect them to stay up until midnight. And keep in mind, you don't need park admission that day. That's a perfect day to do that because you don't need park admission because your party ticket gets you in at 4 p.m. So perfect reason to make it a pool day. All right. So how about the other parks? Like what's going on over at Epcot for Halloween? Mainly food and wine festival. I was going to say, you know, yeah, not Halloween, wine festival but, is at Epcot. Um, <laughs> not Halloween, but they um, they definitely have, um, I guess that's more of a 
I'm trying to think if I saw anything that was Halloween related. Um, well, they're always going to have their cupcakes and the mm-hmm. sweet treats. So, I mean, you're always going to find a snack somewhere themed towards yes, Halloween. All of the parks have the Halloween themed snacks, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think there's too many other Halloween activities over at the other, at Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios, right? Just uh, decorations. You'll see definitely fall and Halloween decorations. Um, and super cute treats, all kind of cute treats. I saw a Maleficent cupcake that I am all about. I'm going to need that. Mm-hmm. I saw some cake pops, um, little pump, little um, orange cake pops with little Mickey ears, like the little Mickey pumpkins around. That was yeah. really cute. All right, so that's Walt Disney World. Let's head, let's hop on a plane. We're heading to the West Coast. Not by me. All right, we're coming to visit Heather. (laughs) Heather, why don't you tell us all about Halloween at Disneyland? Well, Disneyland really goes crazy for Halloween. Um, Because it is such a locals destination, Disneyland really gets into seasonal activities. So whereas out in Florida, the Magic Kingdom is all decked out, and there's the Halloween party, both parks at Disneyland go crazy for Halloween. So let's start at Disneyland Park. Um, Like the Magic Kingdom in Florida, Main Street is all decked out with pumpkins. So there's it, depending on the store they're in front of, the pumpkins will have a theme. So if they're in front of the ice cream parlor, parlor they're going to be carved like ice cream. It's really cute. Um, before they shut down Big Thunder Ranch, they actually used to have actual pumpkin, pumpkin carving artists there that you could sit and watch and they would show you how they carve the pumpkins. So they call it the Main Street Pumpkin Festival and they still have these artists backstage creating the pumpkins. Um, and a lot of them are actually fresh pumpkins that they do once a week and they keep creating new ones. So it's something to look for. And then, of course, you're also going to have your characters in all their costumes. But I think what Disneyland does that Walt Disney World doesn't is they put in themed overlays on a lot of their rides. So Mm -hmm. at Disneyland Park, the Haunted Mansion becomes Haunted Mansion Holiday, themed after Nightmare Before Christmas. And to be honest, I think it's... It's one of my favorite. I come off that ride with a smile every time. And I'm not even a huge fan of the movie, but the ride is wonderful. It's just, it's a really fun look of how Christmas and Halloween mash up. And then my personal favorite overlay is over at Space Mountain. Space Mountain becomes Ghost Galaxy. And this is intense. It is terrifying. It is very scary. I think it's the most intense thing I've ever seen Disney do. But basically there is a demon following you through outer space and you are basically trying to escape this apparition as it chases you through the ride um it's really cool (laughs) it's a lot of fun geez that sounds terrible oh it is it's intense it is very scary this is not appropriate for children it is frightening but it is so much fun i love it it's it's really fun it's really fun like it's fantastic but the lines for this are about 70 times longer than Space Mountain on a regular day. So a fast pass is a must for this ride. Wow. I have never been to Disneyland for Halloween and I'm so jealous. I have to get there. Every year I see the pictures from the Haunted Mansion overlay and it kills me. Kills me. I will be going shortly and and I will be sending pictures to everybody and we'll write up a blog post on it because there's so much happening at these two parks. It's almost like you could spend a week there and still not see all the Halloween things. 
Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things at Disneyland is over at California Adventure and the, uh, they decorate just about everything, but Cars Land for Halloween is amazing. All of the characters, all the cars have costumes. Uh, this year, Mater was a vampire, which is hysterical. Um, the Cozy Cone motels have scary faces on them. It's just so over the top theming. I love it's it. It's really cute. And like like we would decorate our homes for Halloween. Cars Land has been decorated for Halloween, but all of the decorations are made out of cars parts. So there's spider webs right. made out of wrenches and things like it's just it's adorable. And then continuing in the theme of attraction overlays, uh Mater's junkyard jamboree becomes Mater's graveyard jamboree so he tells halloween themed jokes and there's halloween music <laughs> and then uh luigi's becomes luigi's hunkin hall oween and it's still the same ride but now they have uh different dances and halloween music um, so that's a lot of fun. And then the biggest attraction overlay is going to be over at Guardians of the Galaxy. This year, they are doing something called Monsters After Dark. And I cannot wait to ride it because oh. it's basically like instead of you are trying to escape the collector's uh, gallery, you are now um, trying to go with Rocket to save the rest of the Guardians from different ghosts and goblins for a Halloween adventure. So it looks really cool. So cute. All right. We definitely, we've got to get over there too. We, I, we should mention that there is also a Halloween party out here at Disneyland. Um, it's Mickey's Halloween party. Same. It's the same premise. You're going to go trick or treating. There's a parade. And oh, for the first time last year, the Headless Horseman rode in the parade out here. So they brought that over from Florida and that was a lot of fun. Everybody really loves that. Um, and it's select nights. The park, you know, closes early and you can get into the park three hours before the party with your Halloween party ticket. But if we think that it is expensive in Florida, well, let's think again because prices here for regular ticket prices start at $105 and go up to $130 depending on the day. And just so you know, they Whoa. sell out. They sell out way faster than any of the parties in Florida and almost all of them sell out out here. So if you are wanting to go to the Mickey's Halloween party in Disneyland, make sure you buy your tickets early. Wow, that's incredible. And they have they have a lot less of them over there, right? Yes. The, the Halloween party is not as detailed as the Florida party. Um, but it's a lot of fun. There are still the character greetings. Obviously, the attractions are open. They have parade. Um, and there are some fireworks. So it's nice. It's just, it's pricey. And and then one last thing. <laughs> I don't want to keep going on about Disneyland, but the <laughs> snacks here are phenomenal. Disneyland does snacks better than any Disney destination. Um, and so they have about six billion themed Halloween treats, um, which I will probably eat all of when I go in a couple of weeks. But just to give you the heads up, the ones that I am the most excited about are the pumpkin spiced churro fries over at Award Wieners in DCA. And then there is a peanut butter and jelly mummy cronut over at Schmoozies in DCA. And then there are poison apple cake pops that you can only get at DCA and they sell out early. So go there first thing. Oh, and then for the adults, there is a poison apple teeny with a purple poison apple glow cube at Carthay Circle Restaurant. Yes, please. Wow. 
And then, you know, about mm-hmm. 80,000 other different sweet treats themed after mm-hmm. all Halloween things. So it's fun to explore. I'm literally <laughs> looking at pictures now of poison apple cake pops. And, oh, there's a pumpkin spice milkshake at Lowe's. I should just write a list so I can go eat this and find go. Fine. <laughs> all right so future blog post look for look for heather's future blog post all the all sweet treats i have eaten yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's talk about halloween on the high seas which charlotte you and i just got to experience last week so tell us a little bit about that okay so this was the first um cruise with halloween on the high seas theme on the magic at least and so when we arrived they had just finished um putting up the Halloween spooky tree in the atrium. And I don't think, um, I didn't expect to see any Halloween stuff on decorations on the cruise. Did you? Um, I mean, like I just, so not only did they do the Halloween tree, but then they had window decorations. They had spider webs and jack-o'-lanterns on the portholes on um, the uh, third deck with, um, yeah, that was everything was decked out for for Halloween the entire week. Yeah, I did know that there were going to be decorations. I had seen pictures from previous years, but I definitely did not know how extensive they were. Yeah, so you guys can check out our um, Instagram at uh, Diz Park Princess to see the um, some of the some of the pictures from from the cruise for the decorations. But the main thing was the Halloween on the High Seas um, event itself. And it happened on the Sunday of our cruise, which was one of our days at sea. And we dressed in, um, Sarah and I dressed in characters from Up. And it was just so much costumes that Sharla made. Let's be clear. You know, Um, I had nothing to do with this. (laughs) um, Yeah, it was really fun. But it was so fun. Like everybody was dressed up. Just like we were talking about earlier, the, oh my goodness, the creativity that people came up with and I'm really gonna have to step up my game for next year because I mean (laughs) ours were we looked cute but holy cow there were there was one group of four that had made themselves into the four different Disney cruise ships um there were characters that I don't even know how they had room for all these costumes in their suitcases it was just unbelievable all the stuff that the just the guests put into it not to mention all the characters and all the fun things that that we got to do. Um, but it was a really neat time. Yeah. I thought that party that they did in the atrium was so much fun. Um, so the characters come out and they're all dressed in their costumes and they have choreography and you know, the entertainment staff on board is wearing their costumes and the whole day, actually, Mm -hmm. all of the entertainment staff was wearing all different costumes. Um, and it really went on, you know, you know, they had an earlier party and I think there was an early party around four o'clock and then they did another party in the evening and they had costume contests and there was an event in, uh, fathoms, which is, you know, when the adult only area that night there was, so there was an adult only costume party and it really, I mean, it was a whole thing. Mm -hmm. All of the movies that were playing on the funnel vision or in the theater were all Halloween themed movies. Mm -hmm. So everything was just, it was just really neat. I didn't realize how much Halloween stuff was going to go on on the cruise ship. Um, but I, I had a blast. And I was saying that I thought it was early when we first said we were going on a Halloween cruise. But they just did such a great job. And I had the best time that day. Yeah. And I, I mean, really amazing job with the costumes because 
they were so creative and so cute. And, you know, considering that, you know, what Sharla had to work with was me basically going, I'll put on whatever you bring for me. I really don't care. You know, <laughs> sort of the level of involvement I had in it, um, other than, you know, bringing a shirt that she told me to bring. So um, amazing, amazing job. I think we looked super cute. Yes. Yes. All right. So that's pretty much it. Did we miss anything really important Halloween wise at, at Disney? Well, when can we go? I'm ready to book for next all right. year. Because... Well, let's, so let's book. Let's go. I want all of the I want all of the <laughs> Disneyland treats and all of the um, the cruise line treats as well. So yes. let's just go. Let's, let's just, just go. plan our worldwide trip. We should do a big trip. Like we start in Florida, we do the cruise line, and then we come out to Disneyland and do yes. all of yes. the, the Halloween stuff. Yes. Fun. And so it, uh, that seems like a good I time like to this. mention our Patreon page. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Please just help kidding. us fund our vacation. <laughs> so next week we are going to be talking about our cruise, right? Yeah. So we'll do an entire episode devoted to Disney Cruise Line. Um, thank you, Heather. Thank you, Sharla. Oh, well, thank you. It was fun. See you next week. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. And as for where you can find us and Disney Park Princess online, you can follow us on Instagram at Diz Park Princess. You can follow us on Facebook on the Disney Park Princess Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at Disney Park Prin number one. So Disney Park P-R-I-N numeral one. And we have a Patreon page. So patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. You can help support us financially. We appreciate, of course, our podcast is free and remains free, but there are some additional perks for joining us through Patreon and supporting us with a small monthly donation. Um, and the donation, we were kidding about the funding our vacation trips. That's not what it goes to, but it goes, does go towards things like post-production, equipment, um, just you know, giving us the time to work on these things uh, and all of that good stuff. So thank you so much for your support.